Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binaries of all ages, welcome to How to Make a Literal Cat in Your Favorite RPG. We hope you're not here to learn character creation the right way, because this is the Cat Creation Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name's Joel. I am another one of your hosts. My name's Austin. It's good to be here, and it feels like it's been forever since we last recorded, even though it's been the standard two weeks. It sure has been the standard two weeks. But, you know, I, I feel like I've just I've just uh, done a lot, you know, in, in mm-hmm. my last two weeks. We're, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about this this new game. Yeah. Hey, Austin, uh, question. Yeah, yeah. Do you think this Discord call seems haunted? You know, a little bit. It feels different somehow, and I'm struggling to find out what makes it feel so eerie. I don't know. Are there any spirits, evil or otherwise, on the Discord call with us? Hello. I am also here. I'll take that as a yes. Yep. Could you tell us your name, O Spirit Fan? <laughs> uh, my name is Chris Longhurst. I am a game designer, and I'm on this episode as well. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, it's good to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you, I think. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> the uh the game that we're playing today is called C Issue X. Chris, have you ever heard of this game? Um, it rings a vague bell, but I don't think I've heard anyone talk about it in a long time. Hmm. According to the uh the the description here, it says that it was made by one Chris Longhurst. Where have I heard that name recently? Um I think in this call. Yeah, it's it's the notorious name of an evil spirit. Oh, it's you! Oh yeah, we're definitely (laughs) glad to have you here. (laughs) Yep, I am here to help you make a cat in my superhero game. Perfect. So, when we were emailing about this, I think you said something about the character creation of this game being very roleplay heavy? Um, you make a character by playing the game. Interesting. Yeah, that's, uh, that's gonna be a new one for for us at least. Yes. I'm confident that uh, you'll be able to make a cat in this game. It's one of these kind of loosey-goosey story games, so you should be able to make a cat just fine. All the superhero games seem to be. This is where I I don't start talking nerdy theory about superhero role-playing games. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess before we get any further into that, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, your podcasting, RPG, or whatever else experience? Um, I have quite a lot of RPG experience. I started when I was about nine with uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Um, I have a lot less podcasting experience. I have been on two other podcasts, I think, with like a gap of a couple of years in between each one. So I know a lot about games, but I am liable to make a fool of myself on the radio. Hey, so are we. Yeah. All right. Don't worry. If if it gets too bad, we can we can edit it out and post. That's what that's what Joel does for me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we do get a lot of overtalk that I have to turn into an actual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because my internet is not great. Oh, what can you do? Hopefully, one day get better internet. Maybe someday we'll have the we'll have the capacity for that. But for now, I think. So you, Chris, you said this Mm -hmm. is a very loosey-goosey game. It really is. should be easy. But one thing that 
we as a podcast have to worry about is not just the game's rules we have to worry about our rules yeah this is not a loosey-goosey podcast we have a solid structure that we have to follow and that that comes in the form of eight rules like austin just said rule number one of which is we accept no cop-outs we're making a cat which is the exact animal that comes to mind when i say the word no anthropomorphic races no people turned into cats no lions no tigers no uh bobcats i guess or any other cop-out you can imagine exactly there's there's a lot of other cat-based things that we do not use. In addition to things we don't use, rule number two states, we cannot use homebrew slash house rules. If the rules in the rulebook don't explicitly allow us to do something, we count it as a rule broken. Since this is a loosey-goosey game, we'll probably come across rules as written versus rules as intended in this one, and in that situation, we go with whichever rule tells us, tells us no, and we count that as a rule broken as well. Yep. So, uh, rule number three is if the game includes stats for a literal cat, those must be used or adapted to the game's character sheet. It doesn't sound like that'll be the case, but I gotta check. It does not. Okay. Rule four states that the character, class, background, playbook, job, what have you, must exist in the game's core rules or as part of an official expansion. And again, we cannot use homebrew classes. They don't exist. Um, and today, I think we're looking at just the game's core rules. Are there expansions, though? There are not. There could be, but I just can't be bothered to write them. Okay, but what if someone really liked this and really wanted to give you more money for it? Well, it's available on itch, so you can just slap a bonus on the payment when you buy it. Or they could buy all my other stuff. That'd be nice, too. <laughs> There you go, folks. What rule were we on? Five, I believe. Thank you. Uh, the cat can learn any skill available to its class, even if it's not something a cat could normally be trained to do. Last I checked, most cats don't have superpowers. True. But our cats do. Some of our cats do. Sometimes they have narrative superpowers, which is also fun. Oh yeah, it's really great. <laughs> Rule six is if a tool would be physically impossible for a literal cat to use, even if comically downsized for them, they cannot use it. So for all my science nerds out there, I don't believe a cat could use a pipette. I guess they could mouth pipette, but that's not good practice either. Violates lab safety. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think they make gloves for cats either. Really, cats just don't belong in a lab setting, you know? Yeah. You hear that, animal scientists? Yeah, we're we're coming after you this episode. <laughs> Stop using cats to test your shampoo. Start using them to test your particle accelerators. Especially don't use them to test your hammers. No. If a character sheet has a section that is meant to be filled out in collaboration with the whole party, we have to leave that blank so potential players can make it fit the group they're playing with. I'm not sure if that's something we'll encounter, because as no. Chris said, this is a role-play-ish way to make a character. CSUX can be played solo or multiplayer, but you oh. do that after you've made a character. All characters are made solo. Gotcha. Neat. Well, I will finish it off with our last rule for the show, which is we have to keep track of every rule that we break, which typically is not a lot. You'd be surprised. If you're listening to us for the first time, 
typically like one to two rules and most of the time that rule is you're not supposed to play as a cat or not intended to play as a cat yep once you get past the fact that cats aren't part of the setting aren't player characters and aren't equipped to use half the gear that is required for certain classes you're usually pretty good yeah anywho I think that is everything that we need to get out of the way, so now we should get on to... Let's see, the character creation is is the arcs, I assume? Uh, Yeah, if you head to the origin arc, which is helpfully indexed as the first one. It certainly is, page 13. Or 18 in the PDF. Yeah, I never did quite manage the hang of that kind of PDF numbering stuff. A lot of people don't, it's okay. The story of how you came to be your heroic self is your origin story. Where your powers came from and what you did with them. You can only take this one once, and it must be the first arc you take. So this is our first canon event. Yep. Okay. The basics. What is your hero's real name? Starting with the most difficult question of all. Hmm. So true. We don't have any more cat submissions in our inbox. So we're on our own with this one. Also, I'm looking at the spreadsheet. Yeah, there's no space for writing down what happens on the spreadsheet. It just handles the uh, deck of cards aspect of the game for you. Oh. Uh, I see. So I guess we need a word doc for this. Probably. Though we'll have the personal deck for, like, the, the final results. Yeah. And right? then, like, you can save the, the spreadsheet and it'll have basically all the decks saved in there, and then anyone who wants to play the cat can pick it up and just play the game with what's written in the spreadsheet. Perfect. So uh, we should definitely find a web program or something that gives us a deck of cards to draw from, right? Uh, the spreadsheet does it for you. Oh, okay. Which section is that? Up? If you head to the stage tab... Stage, gotcha. Yep, that should give you everything you need. It's already got eight cards in your personal deck, which is how you start. And then I have forgotten what happens next. Okay, so what this has to do is take eight cards from your blank deck, two of each suit. Yep. Assign one card from each suit to the following statements. Yeah, so if you enter the spreadsheet and hit draw card eight times, it'll pull out the eight cards that you have in there. Nice. So, I guess before we do that, though, we do need to finish step one, oh, yeah, which is, name. what is your hero's real name? So, I guess with nothing else to go off here, we have to go to our How Cat Owners Name Their Pets style reference. <laughs> Let's see. This image that I pulled off of the internet and haven't been able to find again since, to credit the creator. Um. Okay. Well, we started off with a haunted segment. Perhaps we could do mythology name or cryptid name. Some sort of famous ghost. What's a famous ghost? Really good question. What's the name of the Patrick Swayze? <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> Patrick's not a bad name for a cat. That's true. Okay, we could do Patrick. <laughs> yeah, let's do Patrick. <laughs> there we go. Patrick the cat. There is a list of ghosts on Wikipedia. Oh. It's very long. <laughs> is it like like the list of famous murder victims that says, you can help us by adding to this list? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a haunted house fan? Name every ghost. <laughs> Pulls. Anyway, so we're going with Patrick, I assume. Yes. All right. 
So now we draw our eight pre-assigned cards. Yep. If you put draw card on the left there, it will pull out the card and put it in one of those boxes. That's cards you've got to open in Google Docs, and it's using all kinds of macros and stuff. Cool. Also, I am apparently in view-only mode. Uh, that oh, that's it. probably the issue here. Uh, click request edit access, and let me fix that real quick. <laughs> Just like being back at work. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I do not have actual Excel on this computer. Alright. Well, worst comes to worst, I do, so we can, if it goes horribly wrong because Google doesn't like running the macros, we can open it up on here and we can share my screen. Okay. Should be good now. Stage. Some Excel features can't be displayed and will be dropped if you make any changes. Yeah, okay, I don't think we're gonna get any better than this. Alright, you want me to share it on my screen? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. There will be a pause while I open Excel. No one else has to know that. That's that's one of those things we edit out. <laughs> yeah, we could edit out this entire technical <laughs> issues section if we wanted to. And they would be none the wiser. The only way anyone would know is if we leave in any future bits <laughs> about you being the one in charge of the sheet this time. And then someone might wonder, huh, why is Austin not in charge of that? Or, alternatively, we could leave the entire thing in for the bit. What's leave the, the bit that we don't have Microsoft? <laughs> <laughs> leave yeah, the entire thing in. The no, bit just... is that we're broke. <laughs> <laughs> leave it all in. Though I am probably going to be... I am probably going to be getting Microsoft Office for business here soon, so... You know, I'm not going to start doing these on my work laptop to avoid... Understandable. That's that's the only thing I use Excel for, and, you know, I have the means to do that elsewhere. Not on my <laughs> on my personal computer. Now, now to work out how to share my screen in Discord. Share your screen, a helpful button. Very good button to use. I apparently do have Excel on my computer, but my license expired, so it's absolutely useless. <laughs> right. So weird being on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you can see what I got though, yeah? Yep. Yeah, I can see. I see okay. the staging area. Excellent. I've completely forgotten why I called it stage when I made this. I made this years ago. Anyway, what was I thinking of? You're going to draw a card. Oh yeah, draw a card. Pick a card or eight cards. Any card. Let's see if it works. Ah, it's a diamond. Excellent. It does still work. So to start with, we just need all eight. So I'm just going to pull all of them. It should be two of each. Yeah. So on one card from each suit, we're going to basically mark... We're going to mark the card, which if you had a physical deck, you'd write on it. Since we don't, it's going to appear on the top half when I click the mark button. I think this is the second game we've done where we have to draw on an actual deck of cards. Yeah. I love games you have to draw on an actual deck of cards. What was the other one you did, out of interest? Uh, Parslings. Yeah. Yes. You should do Unbound as well. Unbound is great. We'll have to look into that one. Anyway, so start at the top. Spades is you have the superpowers, or whatever it is. Basically, we're going to find a spade or card. Or sorcery. Yep. Whatever, or gadgets. Or... Whatever your super thing is, going to pick this spade because it's on the top. And you just need to work out what superpowers does this cat have? Does Patrick the cat have? So... Every time we've done a superhero cat, we've we've had them fall into basically one of two styles. One is this cat has actual superpowers, and the other one is this cat has narrative power. 
Like, I think our first cat, the uh, the tactical support cat and power outage, th- their powers were, were narrative. We made a very literal cat who's just on the battlefield with some actual super-powered people, and it makes them feel better. <laughs> They're just happy to be there. That's, yeah. That works. I, was, I, I have two ideas. All right. First idea I had was there's a game called Spectaculars, which has like how many 25 plus 6 85 random superpowers which i have in a nice random list here the way you do it in spectaculars is for a character with just one superpower you draw three from the deck and you pick the one that you like best so i could randomize that and tell you what i get or the you mentioned narrative powers earlier and it quite i like the idea of a cat with like um mr mixpixel whatever his name is powers <laughs> like he can just he he just sort of bends reality to make things the way he wants them. Right. I think a cat would very much abuse those powers. You are right. They certainly yes. would. Yeah. But I do like the idea. We we can do that. All right. We'll just stick. Uh, should we call that on the card something? Brief. Reality bending. Yeah. There you go. My favorite element in Avatar. <laughs> so we've got one question down. Second question. Oh, well, there's a question to go with Mark and the card, which I'd forgotten. Do they have any limitations? Probably the limitation is the imagination of a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty limited, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could. Okay, Uh, that is sort of one of those narrative questions. You just make a note of that and the document you've got open. All right, so then we move on to a heart. This is just a person who is important to you. Just somebody our cat cares about. Who does our cat care about? Now, do we want to give this cat an owner they could care about? Or would we prefer to have this cat care about, like, a kitten that he is fond of? Or I don't know enough about the movie Ghost. Uh, (laughs) Joel (laughs) I haven't seen it. (laughs) I haven't seen it in, like, 20 years. I don't think it features cats very heavily. Yeah, no. <laughs> Perhaps this cat hangs out behind a pottery studio, <laughs> and the owner of said studio, you know, leaves him food outside at night. I'm glad to know yeah. that we all know the exact same thing about ghosts. <laughs> yep. That's it. That's the extent of my knowledge. I think it's the only thing anyone remembers about Ghost. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, works. We we could. Uh, what, what's the name of this potter? Potter? Is there a term for somebody? Someone who makes uh, pottery is a potter. All right. Is, okay. So yeah, what's the name of this potter? Does anyone know the name of the wife from from Ghost? <laughs> the internet will know. That's, yep. <laughs> I, I'm not sure we can do that one twice, actually, but. <laughs> Who's a, who's a, f- let's see, famous potter. Nope, not pottery. Sorry, Google autocomplete. I only know of a, f- a famous glass blower, not a, not a famous potter. Who, wait, who's the famous glass blower? Dale Chihuly. Oh, I thought you were going to do a bit. I, okay, I just don't know who that <laughs> no. is. No, that was an actual famous glass blower. I don't know who that is either, but I'll, I'm assuming you're not doing a bit. No, you know the big, uh thing at the children's museum down like the center column yeah 
Yeah, uh, yeah that's a, a Dale Chihuly installation. Oh, neat. We're, we're talking about the one in Indianapolis, just in case someone else has a children's museum. <laughs> yeah. And they're thinking that there's not a giant glass installation down the staircase. It's because you've got the wrong one. I think I've seen a picture of it. Mm. Probably. It is very impressive. The last time I was there, though, it was very dusty. Yeah, they probably I, don't. I wouldn't want to be the one who has to dust it. Like Honestly, you... me neither. Yeah, no, that thing looks ridiculously hard to dust. Uh, <laughs> we, could, we could name this Potter Dale, or some famous potters, some, ten famous ceramic artists that I have found. I think I'm looking at the same page. My grandpa's name is Dale. Not the same one. It's a good name. Then we have Grayson Perry, Magdalene Odundo, or Odundo. I like Magdalene. Magdalene's a good name. Magdalene is a good name. Let's let's, let's do that. All right. There we go. He's on a card now. Nice. What is it? Well, this I, what? I was going to move on, but you, you had something to say. Oh, no. Uh, I was probably about to read the same thing you were, which is the, the question attached to that. Yeah, okay, we were about to do the same thing. We should have kept going, then we could have harmonized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so what makes Magdalene, the potter, special to us? She leaves food out, that's a good start. Yep. Yeah? She leaves food out for Patrick and taught him the joys of potter. <laughs> <laughs> she never complains when he pushes something off his shelf. <laughs> She specifically sets, like, the bad ones outside <laughs> so that he can break them. <laughs> Just, like, on a, a very obvious ledge. <laughs> yeah. She leaves food out. I'm assuming, I don't know, maybe I, to for a cat to love you, I assume you have to do a little more than that. So maybe she is, like, set up, like, a makeshift, like, cat house outside, you know, in this alley. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's inside next to the kiln where it's warm. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. See that spelling spelling kiln out just it just doesn't look right. You know, it's just one of those words. <laughs> yeah, it always looks like it's missing something. It's that L next to the N. It really is. You know, don't see that a lot. All right, now we're on to the diamond, I believe. Yes. This ideal gives you strength when things are bad. What does Patrick believe in? Truth, justice, and the American way? No, that's Superman. <laughs> uh, he believes in ghosts, surely. <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's supposed to be an ethical principle. I think ghosts is more of a spade thing, but I can get gotcha. into that later. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Spades is the suit for superhero bullshit, basically. Nice. What does Patrick believe in? Uh, maybe he believes in the good of humanity. You know, he's been shown kindness. Maybe. Yeah, it's not bad. I was thinking, like, y your choice is something like, do you want to go with a sort of typical cat belief, like food for Patrick, or something that plays a bit against type? I quite like faith in humanity. I've got, I've got no objection. I, I can't think of anything else that works. I think it's a good one. Okay. All right. So, how did you learn this ideal? The easiest explanation is Patrick was a stray who was shown kindness by Madeline. Do we think it was just Magdalene or like if if she's not just taking this cat in, you know, there are cats out there who will like just jump from house to house. True. Because a whole bunch of different people will give them free food. 
So it could be this entire neighborhood is unknowingly <laughs> pitching in to keep this cat happy and healthy. That's a good idea. I like that because that kind of gives Patrick like a home turf to yeah. protect. Mm-hmm. Magdalene and other people in the neighborhood have provided Patrick with the I'm trying to think of the word here essentials, the tools to live a happy, healthy life. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Hey guys, hope your Valentine's Day of last week was good. Yeah, hope you remembered to take your partner or lover situationship out somewhere nice, you know? Man, who are we kidding? All our listeners are single. (laughs) You just offended two people. I'm so sorry to those two people. (laughs) It's okay, You're, you're with me. I'm with you? Or they're with you? The two people I offended. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like, unless you're saying you know for a fact two of our listeners are not single. I do know for a fact two of our listeners are not single, because they're dating each other. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, the other, what did I calculate last time, that we had something like 50 listeners? The other 48 of you, you can be with me. How's that? (laughs) Yeah, sure they'll enjoy that. The... (laughs) Joel's a good guy, I can vouch. I mean, we can all just commiserate about being single together. That True, 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 true. We're not getting me a date. That That's kind of a lost cause. <laughs> oh, don't say that, Joel. No, I've done the math, it's not going to happen. But we don't have to talk about that right now. We've got a more important thing to worry about. I'm assuming you're referring to the show and our, uh, our mid-roll that is happening currently. Yeah, that's the thing. Well... Would you like to start us off on telling the people where they can find the show besides in their ears right now? Yeah. So, as of right now, I've finally gotten control of my web hosting back, but I have not yet set up the Badger Shrove website. So, uh, the place you can go to find out the most information about the show in one spot is still literalcatpod.start.page. On that site, you can find all of our important links... Most importantly, our email account. Actually, I don't know that that's the most important one. But it's where you can send us pictures of your cats. You can challenge us to try things in, like, different games. Challenge us to try games specifically. But, like, if you want us to, like, oh, I I want you guys to do a cool space pirate cat. Then the next time we do an episode then we can try and work the space pirate vibe in, even if it doesn't make sense. I do think space pirate is more of a vibe than anything nowadays, you know? Well, yeah, they don't exist in real life. What are you going to do? Not yet. Maybe someday. Yeah, long after we're gone. (laughs) Damn it. Don't say that, Joel. There's still hope. (laughs) Nah, the only people who are trying are still not going to see it within their lifetime. We're just not there. And they're too dumb. Yeah, you're probably right. On top of our email, you can find links to our various social media accounts, such as our Twitter, our Tumblr, our YouTube, and our Blue Sky. Blue Sky is an important one because I believe as of recording, just today, 
On Mewtwo's birthday. Yeah, on Mewtwo's birthday, Blue Sky has opened to the public. So I believe you no longer need an invite code to sign up and join. Yep. So I expect you all to start following literalcatpod.bsky. What is the thing again? No, I think you had a BSKY. Dot social? Yeah. We might change that. There's supposed to be a way I can put a domain name of my choosing on the end there. Oh, nice. But literal cat bod will still be us. Yes. That will never change. Um, but yeah, you can see some updates on the shows that are on the show there. You can find various topics. You know, sometimes we discuss things or we'll ask things on our socials what you would like to see and then on tumblr they have the ask feature so you can ask us stuff and we will answer i believe i don't believe we have gotten any of those just yet well we got the one. Oh, right right yeah it works basically the exact same way as our inbox our email inbox except these are questions that you're okay with us answering publicly yes they also, I should preface this, they also have to be questions that we are okay answering publicly. <laughs> don't don't be weird. Yeah. And if you don't have a Tumblr, the anonymous ask button is on, so I think that works. That's how everyone else makes it sound. But seriously, get a Tumblr. It's actually, like, chill over there most of the time. Yeah, I just vibe and kind of look at art over there, so I recommend what I also recommend you all do, rate and review us, you know? Let, let us know how you feel about the show. Uh, there are many avenues for doing that. You rate on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I believe lots of others have, like, their own rating systems. There's also, like, review aggregate sites like Podchaser, Good Pods. Those are the two that I know. I check all of those from time to time. So far we've got we've got five star ratings across Apple Podcasts and Spotify. No written reviews yet. Yeah. But yeah, please write write a write a review. Tell tell us what's up. Heck, tell your friends what's up. You know? Spread the word. Yeah, review if you don't have friends, reviews are the best way for you to like help us promote the show. Because like Spotify and Apple Podcasts specifically, they have recommended shows that they that they share. I, I'm sure most other sites have some version of this as well. But the thing that feeds the recommendations on Spotify, I think YouTube at this point, Apple Podcasts, is reviews. So like anytime you post five stars, that's gonna tell the algorithm, oh, this show is good. We're gonna show it to other people who like things in this genre. Or if you leave a, a positive review, same thing. If you don't want to leave a review, the next best thing you can do is shout us out on social media. And if you don't feel like shouting us out on social media, I'm going to guess most of our audience has some at least tangential interest in TTRPGs. If you don't like actively play them, like most of y'all probably have at least played one tabletop game in your life, right? Surely. If not, you're still allowed to be here, but that's kind of wild, my yeah, dude. Yeah, like, you know, maybe they're using our podcast to kind of feel out the TTRPG space. That, that's fair. 
But I had a point. Yeah, what's your what's the point? I, I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> uh, if you are in a game or you're starting a new game soon, then you could just take the character sheet from this or any previous episode off of bit.ly slash literal cat pod, show it to your game master, and they're absolutely going to let you do it. We promise. Yeah. Pinky swear. Yeah. And if they say you can't, tell them to talk to us. We'll make sure they do it. Give them my home address. <laughs> Don't tell me how you got that, but... <laughs> yeah, show up at my door and I'll I'll tell you what's good. <laughs> and you know what's good? Playing a cat in your favorite RPG. Yeah. Um, I'm not actually going to give you my home address, you weirdo. Yeah, don't don't show up at our houses. That's just weird. Now, if you want to send us your game master's home address, don't, don't do that either. Yeah, That's no. just as bad. Don't don't <laughs> dox your GM, please. I'm sure they wouldn't appreciate it. We wouldn't actually go over there. It, it, it'd be a whole mess, you know. Yeah. But if you like the show enough to play one of our cats, hopefully you like the show enough to want to see it thrive, you know? Maybe you want to get in, get, give us some more support, you know? He's talking about money. I'm talking about money, yeah. <laughs> um, and you can do that through our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash badgertrove. Over there, uh, we have different tiered rewards starting at $2 a month where you will get a shout out on the podcast for supporting us. You will be able to provide input on polls and perhaps see a live record or hear a live recording of the show. Nope. That's uh that's $10. So yeah, those are, those are some rewards at progressively higher tiers, but that's a good way to ensure, you know, that we stay figuratively on air, you know? Yeah. Helps helps boost us a little bit. Yeah. I currently have a massive backlog of PDFs, most of which are not good for the show's format, but, like, even so, if I go through everything that I have, we could probably fill a year or so of of content, at least, with just what I have left. So, like... Yeah, we buy new games every once in a while, but like we don't actually have an operating budget for that. That's just that's coming out of our pockets. Yeah. I think that is all for the show though. Yeah. Austin, you want to talk about yourself now? Sure. Uh why not? Uh if you would like to see more of me on the internet, I am many a place. I am on Twitter tumblr blue sky and most importantly twitch um all at avalon alchemist that is a-v-a-l-o-n-a-l-c-h-e-m-i-s-t i post occasionally i like to retweet a lot of stuff slash share things that i'm interested in but i've been streaming more consistently recently um as of this recording and I'm still trucking through the Resident Evil games, currently on Resident Evil 2, and I am having a blast, man. So far, Resident Evil 1 was great, Resident Evil 2 is fantastic, uh, I'm enjoying the heck out of it, so uh, I will be streaming most, or mainly, Resident Evil stuff for a while, but I still like to throw some other variety in there, such as... Uh, destiny 2 occasionally sometimes call of duty zombies 
and uh, what was the other one i was playing on street i'd have to open up steam to see it but yeah i stream a lot of different games and it's always a good time you know people coming in saying hi i like to interact with chat a lot so uh you'll never feel neglected I'm trying to remember ah whatever it's not important come over there check me out i've got some skills at video games i'm, I'm better at some video games than <laughs> others but regardless i'm always having a good time so you can find me all those places but that's enough about me joel where can they find you uh y'all can find me on the internet at denala Lioge. it's my name you spell it backwards that's what you get it's never taken it's probably not easy for you to pronounce though because like it's a, just a name spelled backwards so what you could do instead is go to jholland.start.page where you'll find links to my various social media presences and other websites that I am on. Some of those are not currently in use, but that's okay. You can still find me on Tumblr, uh, mostly shitposting. <laughs> you can find me on Blue Sky, mostly retweeting literal cat pod stuff. You can find me on Twitter, uh, doing nothing very much anymore. You can find me on YouTube, also not doing very much anymore. <laughs> hey, at least they can find you. It's all right. He 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 posts more on Twitter than he lets on. I don't really anymore, though, is the thing. That's fair. Maybe it's just because I follow you on, like, every social media, so I see more posts than I think I do. <laughs> yeah. What you really should do is get my Tumblr RSS feed and, and plug that into an RSS feed reader thing we need to bring back rss is the point that's true <laughs> anyway i am working on a tabletop game called currently called at least silent mayhem under springfield where you play as a bear cat mouse and human working alongside a raccoon to steal government cheese there might be a play test of that available now if there is, check the show notes. If there's not, then you check the show notes for nothing. I'm so sorry. But it'll probably be there. I'm putting the finishing touches on the, the playtest edition, so... <laughs> anyway. Nice. Let's see, is there anything else? I don't think there's anything else. Nope, I think we've got it all. Enjoy the rest of the show, and we will see you in a second. Yeah, oh, one more thing. Oh. I just remembered. We are kind of out of ads at the moment, so if you want to do a promo swap with us... That's another reason to go to the literal cat pod at gmail.com email address. Cause like I, I'm legit out of promos. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, get, get back to the episode now. Now on to clubs. This place means a lot to you. The club. <laughs> the club means a lot. <laughs> I, I, I just got that pun. <laughs> I mean, I think it could just be like this home turf, this. Yeah. This uh, neighborhood of people who take care of it. Yeah. What's a good... Yeah, it sounds good. Y'all take care of this cat, it'll use its re reality-bending powers to take care of you. <laughs> Things just kind of go people's way in this town. No one knows quite why. <laughs> Little do they know, they've all been making offerings to a minor deity for as long as <laughs> anyone remembers. It's a very literal lucky cat. Yeah. Uh, should we give this neighborhood a name? Yeah, it's a good name for a neighborhood. One moment, I got this. Does fantasy name generators have a neighborhood name generator? 
surely they have Sh- to. They've got so many other things. Places and locations and nebula nightclub names. We, we don't have town names even. I found Wait, neighborhood- would it be under real names? No. I found a neighborhood name generator on a different site. Oh, that'll work. I'm going to keep looking here because this just doesn't seem real that there's not. <laughs> it's, I generated 10 names and I've got some good options. Ones I like. Valdez Lake, Radian Park for a sort of science part of town. Hmm. Buffalo West, Humboldt Creek, hmm. Montecito Isle, Sunnyside North, Comfrey Historic District. Hmm. I, hmm. I like the historic district idea. Because that's yeah. kind of what I've imagined in in my in my head this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, that's that's probably the kind of place where an artisan could make a living. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those kind of neighborhoods full of little sort of boutique shops where people sell all kinds of odd stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. how do you spell that? Comfrey Historic District. C O M F R E Y. I'll stick it on this card here. All right. What's your history with this place? We, we've already kind of covered that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we shuffle all these together with the handy reshuffle button. All right. And we can move on to Patrick's origin story. The way it works is you draw two cards, in this case, off the top. It give gives you a choice of cards. So pull two, we get Magdalene the Potter and a blank spade card. All right. And then we choose... There are four sort of statements underneath how did you get your powers. And we choose one of those cards to assign to one of those statements. So if we assign Magdalene to the heart statement, the statement is this person was responsible for you gaining your powers. So if we choose that option, Magdalene the Potter was somehow responsible for Patrick getting reality-bending powers. If I don't... <laughs> <laughs> it seems unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that Magdalene was played a crucial role in that. Yeah. Yeah, so that leaves us with the spade, which is blank. If we choose the spade, then superhero shenanigans were essential to you getting powers. And if it is unmarked, you mark the card with a weird substance or concoction which was instrumental in gaining your powers. So there is something, some, I don't know, goop or spell or potion or radioactive reality that affected this cat and gave him his reality bending powers i have an idea cool so this This cat ate something sorry what (laughs) my my idea is this is a historic district right so right typically the historic districts hold like really old libraries i imagine that Patrick was going through the town, found a weird magical book in the library that was marked as a history book, yet was missing or had some blank pages in it. And upon like touching the pages, realized that that is what has given him the power to bend reality or if you prefer, create his own history. <laughs> okay. So that could be, like, the history book. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And maybe this book could also then be the source of some of our villains. It there might well be. Because of the way the game works, 
once the thing's on a card, later on that card's going to come back, and if you do an arc, it might ask the question, where did this villain come from? And if you pull that card at that time, you're like, ah, I know where this villain came from. <laughs> See, because I like the idea of like this this librarian being like, oh great, we received a misprinted book, you know, I'm just going to have to toss this thing out. And, but, you know, they didn't know at the time magic so they they missed out on the magic powers accidentally gave it to uh patrick outside <laughs> good job they gave it to a well-treated cat the source yeah. source of all the villains in this setting is just a librarian discarding old books yeah the library used to be run by the wizard no one knows anything about the wizard or that they were a wizard <laughs> <laughs> why is this library tower shaped anyway <laughs> Man, yeah, that library has a really cool <laughs> book spiral in it, but they won't let you go up it. <laughs> okay, that's the the first step done. There's uh, a couple of generic questions at the bottom there. How did you get the powers, which we sort of answered, and yep. write a memory on the card, which goes on the bottom half of the card in this case. And because I don't have much space on these, let's. How should I condense that down to like two or three words? The how did you get your powers? Yeah. Um, um, touched the book. Because we've got yeah. the history book on the top half. And... Or, I think it's basically just touched the blank pages. <laughs> yeah, touched the blank pages. Alright. Because later on memories come back, and when they come back, they sort of affect the way you perceive current events. In a purely narrative way, because this is that kind of game. Right. Yeah. Having answered those questions, you discard those cards the discard button and then it explicitly says shuffle it all together again so we've got our eight cards back next up is our first arc which is still part of origin the origin thing yep so not long after you get your powers events unfold that invite you to use them draw six cards and assign four of them to the following statements so i guess first we draw our six cards yep one two three four five six all right okay so, do we want to just go in in order here, or... Yeah, there's eight statements, so it probably becomes easiest if you look through it and find two that you're not super interested in, or that don't match with what you've got. Oh, and I see. You, and then you decide how to assign the other six cards, sort of, around the place. Do we... Okay, we do have one diamond, so we could... I don't know that if... That ignoring or rejecting this threatened to bring down disaster really makes sense for an for a first arc because we're starting this cat off with a pretty high regard for the people of this town. Yeah, the other option in diamonds is this helps you avoid disaster. So yeah, faith. This being what is written on the card, so Patrick's faith in humanity then would help him avoid disaster somehow. Could if we choose that one. All right. Mm -hmm. The climactic showdown took place here, or this place suffered heavy damage. I I think, since we have an unmarked one, we could, like, bring either the Pottery Studio or the Library into play, specifically. Yeah, it would be immediately mm -hmm. destroyed, though. But, or maybe not. Well, we have reality-bending powers, so even if it suffers heavy damage, <laughs> like, that could be... Yeah. Well, I tell you, I'm thinking, because we've got both clubs, if you put the... The climactic showdown took place on the blank one. Then you can just stick a local landmark on there, which could be the card or the pottery store. 
Yeah, I'd feel a lot better about one place being the climactic showdown location than the entire district. <laughs> yeah. Is the thing. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, like, because I don't want to blow up Comfrey Historic District in its entirety. Uh, because the yeah. card's already marked, you amend it to read Comfrey Historic District Rebuilt. And <laughs> given Patrick's powers, maybe nobody knows. Oh, that's a good thought. Yeah, maybe nobody, nobody knows. even knows anything happened. <laughs> yeah, the place was leveled and he, he just put it back together again. He was like, huh, this isn't how I remember this place. It used to look <laughs> like this. Oh. Hey, it That's still better. looks like that. <laughs> I do like, you don't know it, but this is going to be a theme of your adventures. Since we do have both of our uh, spades out. Yeah, so either the history book or reality bending is going to be a theme. The other's mm -hmm. going to become a symbol of your involvement. I think? I don't see any here that I don't like, except for ignoring or rejecting threatened to bring, re bring down disaster. Yeah. yeah. We have to use both spades. And we've got an idea for, like, both clubs and the one diamond. I thought we only had to do four. Uh, you're right. I am misreading my own game. Absolute <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> I'm just glad that Magdalene is not on the board right now, because mm -hmm. that would potentially make her direct opposition, which, tragic opening yeah. to this story. Yeah. <laughs> it could do. I have I have played a game myself where that happened. Like, right down, like, oh, it's my character's boyfriend. And then it's like, oh no, he's the bad guy in the first arc. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's right. What a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other option is, if she was out, this person is directly threatened by events. So yeah. could be an innocent, she could have been an innocent bystander. That said, an unmarked heart card is the opportunity to put a supervillain on there. True. Maybe when we got our powers, we accidentally awakened the, the wizard that we joked about before. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe that book was him. Maybe there's a special request or something. I need to library loan. <laughs> he's like, hey, where's that book I got? And she's like, well, they gave me the wrong one. I tossed it. He's like, huh? Goes out back, sees a cat, like, just sitting on the uh, the blank page. <laughs> but False. that activates the spell to grant one reality-bending <laughs> magic. <laughs> Rest of the series is him just trying to find out ways to get <laughs> to get those powers back. I like that. The a cat lot, barely actually. aware half the time that it's even <laughs> even going to battle. Oh, I, man. I mean, I'm pretty certain there are nineties comic books with more ludicrous premises than that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I like that idea a lot. I'm just like I yeah, I genuinely like that a lot. <laughs> Alright. I yeah, I feel like we should mark this heart card as the wizard. The wizard. Yeah. There we go. And then, how did they oppose you? Why did they oppose you? And how did you beat them? <laughs> uh, we know the how and why. It was a magic duel between yep. between him and the cat, because the wizard wanted the book for its reality-bending powers, which he now cannot have. <laughs> and how did we beat the wizard? We drove them off for a short time. Yeah, I think that goes well with, like, changing Comfrey Historic District to, like, the rebuilt one. Like, it was... <laughs> the magic jewel did huge amounts of harm, and uh, Trick quietly put it all back together when he was done. Mm -hmm. I really think, though, that this may all just have happened in the alleyway outside the library. <laughs> <laughs> Which would give us the uh, the climactic showdown took place here yeah. for the club. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, that'll be three. 
Wait, what was the what was the other questions we've answered? Um, I, I, think, I think we've only I think we've only answered the wizard so far. It was yes, the wizard, I'm and if we stage the now. climactic showdown um, outside, oh the, yeah, 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 that's one club, and then the other club is the damaged comp for historic district, and I think we also hit faith in humanity as like we talked about it as a hypothetical, but I do like the idea of like making the library a key location. Yeah, put the library there. I'm gonna backtrack so I can write this down. How did we beat the wizard? We beat the wizard by. I don't know, banishing him for a short time, probably. We can make portals, why not? Yeah. Just gotta get him to step through. That's easy to do if you put it right under him. <laughs> yeah. Patrick managed to banish him from reality for a short time. Speaking of stepping, my cat has come to sit on my desk. <laughs> so if I suddenly enter a load of gibberish into the chat, or disappear or something, it's because he rolled onto my keyboard. Classic. Understandable. Is there anything else I should write down on the sheet here if we're doing both of our clubs first off so for the climactic showdown took place here at the library then we write a little bit about the place's history and the significance to the local populace i think the answer here is literally just little did they know it was <laughs> built by the wizard yep and then if the entire town suffered heavy damage as this wizard chased a reality bending cat through the streets um <laughs> That explains how it got so damaged. Yep. yep. Just throwing fireballs everywhere. Yeah. And nobody has wizard insurance these days. No. <laughs> they just don't it's a real sell problem that in anymore. modern society. <laughs> yeah. There's like one tiny insurance salesman going, I told you! I told you you need wizard insurance! <laughs> if only we had another heart card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can bring him back in later on, though. Yeah. <laughs> so that's three yep so now we need to either bring up one of our spades again or yeah. our diamond yes and we did talk a little bit about doing i guess each of those yeah which are two spades it's kind of hard to see the symbols the history book and reality bending yeah i kind of like the idea of the history book becoming a like either the theme of our adventures or the symbol of our involvement mm -hmm. because it would make sense if like the entire comic book series is the wizard trying to get the powers of the book <laughs> back that would certainly be the theme of the adventures yeah I agree. yeah just random library patrons get random powers one day and the <laughs> under the uh, uh promise that they bring the cat to the wizard <laughs> and some people take that deal <laughs> So people were like, getting a cat? That's easy as hell. Yeah, give me those magic <laughs> yeah. powers, dude. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. I, I think How hard could it be to catch a cat? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that'd so be a huge theme of just... Uh, yeah, so you don't know it, but the history book is going to be a theme of your adventures. How did this manifest in your first adventure? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've already talked about this at length. Yep. <laughs> the wizard. That happens a lot in this game. So you'll spin out ideas and then you'll think, oh, this card fits now. I can put this in here and I can put that in there and it all works out. That's nice. Yeah, that's that's four cards. And then the next instruction is just write about the first arc. What happened? And we've we've talked about that. Yep, I've been writing everything down this week on the lawn. Yeah. 
So then, nice. we just write the memory of the arc on one of the assigned cards. Now, the history book's already got a memory on it, so either the wizard gets a memory, or the library, or Comfrey Historic District gets a memory. I think... I think the the historic district being torched by fireballs <laughs> as a wizard is flinging them at a literal cat running away from it is going to stick out to a lot of people, especially the cat. Yes. Yeah. Should I put the memory in as like, well, if it's running away from fireballs, uh, fireball flight or something like that. Um, it's a good way of boiling that down to a couple of words. Fiery destruction. Yeah, that works. To whom it may concern. <laughs> That's how I address all my fireballs. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about fireballs, they tend to concern a lot of people. <laughs> they do. Those rooms are always so small. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm distracted. Cedric is now stretching out on my desk. Huh? He's, a, he's a very long cat. Running out of space to put my mouse. <laughs> That's his master plan. It is. He gets fusses and sometimes food if he hangs out on my desk. Mm. Which is not discouraging from, from him from hanging out on my <laughs> desk. Nah, it doesn't seem like it. Anyway, we have finished that bit of the arc. I think that's it, actually. Yeah. That is the origin. Yep, that is the origin of Patrick. Discard all those. And then when we start the next arc, whenever that is, we build... We'll be drawing from that deck of cards and building in stuff that we find in there into whatever the next story turns out to be. And is that part of character creation, or are we done with that? Character creation is done. I mean, you know, I, you could get all kind of philosophical and say something like, you know, his character is continues to develop over time, <laughs> etc. Is but, anyone's it, character you'll ever, keep... ever truly created? <laughs> ever done. <laughs> Because <laughs> you continue adding cards to the deck and writing more stuff on them until it becomes a sort of an extremely crafty kind of superhero backstory. Yeah. But basic character creation, there you go. One origin arc, and that is Patrick. That is Patrick. Not the Krusty Krab. <laughs> no, nope. not the Krusty Krab. Just, we're, I, I'm going to preface this to keep us away from any legal trouble. Also, not Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Any resemblance to Patrick Swayze, living or dead, is purely coincidental. <laughs> purely we did not turn beloved actor Patrick Swayze into a literal cat. We do not have the mind or the reality bending powers. No. <laughs> That's pure fiction. <laughs> yep. Well, I gotta say, this is. I mean, this is probably one of the funnest character creation styles I've ever seen. Yeah, like well, I like this because you. you're basically using the game to craft a backstory for yourself. Where a lot of games make you craft your character and then tell you, "Okay, now give your character a backstory." Yep. But yeah, this was this was really fun. This is really well done, and how everything ties into each other, and like the whole if marked and if unmarked, you you know you get different options to play around with. Yeah, very good. Yeah, it's it's a very backstory-heavy game. Um, once you hit about three, four arcs in, you start pulling like handfuls of cards where you really don't have any good options, and then you start <laughs> getting the real comic book nonsense. <laughs> That's what I love to hear, though. I I, I love uh, really really complex stories. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like in because it's a solo game, 
sort of. Like, anybody will be able to download this cat spreadsheet and continue the adventures of Patrick, if they feel like it. Yeah. And you can... You can play multiplayer as well, because each character is their own deck of cards. So you just take your deck nice. of cards, you go hang out with some other people who've got them, and then you play it multiplayer, and you tell a story where you have a big team up. I would really love to see like two people creating their characters' backstories and using like the same person for, like, you know, this person is important to like me, but then somebody else draws a card... And that person becomes, what is it? That person becomes, like, the other player's direct opposition, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, what I think is, you know, I'm sort of thinking, you could do all sorts of interesting narrative stuff with it. Like, one of the things I would like to do with this game, if I could persuade people to do it, is, like, play a couple of arcs with a character, and then hand it off to someone else, and then they have to tell <laughs> stories with whatever nonsense you've just come up with. Uh-huh. And then hand it off to someone else, <laughs> and just do a chain of people with this character. Oh, that would be great, honestly. Oh, what you could do with Patrick as well is you have multiple people go off and play a couple of arcs with Patrick by themselves, and then you have a team up of multiple Patricks. Oh, all the different realities. <laughs> from yeah. all the different realities Patrick has created unknowingly. Crisis on Infinite Patrick. Into the Patrick verse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, Crisis of Infinite Patricks is even better. <laughs> oh man, that is so cool. So yeah, uh, listeners, play play your Patricks and s- send us your uh, your arcs. Man, now that I have control over my web hosting thing again, I should really get back on putting up that wiki. <laughs> The Patrick Wiki is going to be seventeen pages long. <laughs> it's like half the links. All of are them are canon. Direct. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the good part. No matter how many people play this character, they're all canon. Yep. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on. It's been a pleasure to be here. And uh, did we break any rules to make Patrick the reality bending cat? Don't think so. Didn't seem like anything came up. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was, like I said, I was pretty confident, because it's a very kind of loose sort of game. Yeah, there's no intention of making your character human either, which is usually the first and most of the time only <laughs> hurdle. Yeah, like I figured superhero stories often have non-human protagonists. I wasn't imagining a cat when I made the game, <laughs> but it works. They never are. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's That's why we're here. Is there anything you would like to plug here at the uh, at the end? Let's see. Well, if this goes out on the day you said it was going to go out, the listeners will have just missed my most recent crowdfunder. So you oh, should have all followed me on Blue Sky, because that's <laughs> where I talk about this stuff. That said, you can find all my works on potatocubed.itch.io, where you can pick up a copy of CSUX or any of the other games I've made, all of which are completely different from one another. So even if you don't like the sound of this game, there's probably something there you will like. And, and there that, you go. Yeah, that's my plug. Alright, Austin, it's your turn. Are we not going to plug in the mid-roll? I meant for a cat pun. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, um, this is my impression of some people having 
a very important business meeting in a local diner, but they hear a strange noise coming from outside. <clears throat> Johnson, how are the reports looking uh, for this quarter? Uh, well, boss, uh, it seems like we're ahead of schedule. Damn it, I don't have one of my cats in here. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Johnson. Does anyone know what that is? Uh, sir, I think that would be <laughs> the the cat's meow. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs>